This is a HeadGum Original. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Vroom, vroom, beep, beep. Welcome to the Pitwall! Racing fans, rise up! Let's hear you! That's good. There it is. Welcome to the Pitwall, everybody. It's a casual podcast for F1 fans. Today it's more casual than ever. I've lost my headphones. <laughs> I was wearing them on a plane. I know. I'm pretty sure I put them in my backpack when the plane landed. You'd have to assume. I must have. Where else would I have put them? And you don't have any other headphones? No, I've been wearing the same headphones for six years. That would Effort be an upgrade. That's a I devastating so. loss. This is really rough. Uh, you should get some so, like actual F1 pit wall <laughs> headphones. Like, uh, or like you Ted. can get you can get the what you wear um, for Le Mans, the giant clunky noise mm-hmm. canceling slash radio FM radio headphones. I have. I, yeah, I think that my possession now. Yeah, that could. Uh, yeah, I could see that being very comfortable and not cumbersome while recording podcasts. Mm-hmm. Folks, there was no Formula One race this week, but that doesn't mean that we didn't go racing, spectator-wise. It's really true. This week, the 24 Hours of Le Mans happened. And I watched maybe at least 10 hours of it. Oh, my God. That's good. I feel like I probably did around the same. You guys are crazy. It was Did great. you watch any of it? Yeah, it was a no. great. Wow. It was really good. I've never watched an endurance race before, and I was, I was so I love... fascinated by it. Yeah. Fully... I mean, I watched the highlights, but I didn't. Some highlights on Twitter, but no, I did not watch 10 hours of I, cars going were, around uh, ferrari ferrari won by the way let's give we're it up back, to baby. the boys antonio giovanancy <laughs> what a win for ferrari <laughs> charles leclerc was at the race he looked bummed every time he was on camera <laughs> like wow this he is what a like winning ferrari sleep. team looks like <laughs> um it was, a, it was a super fascinating race. Uh, Ferrari won, but they were going back and forth with Toyota, who's been like uh, dominating 
Yeah, uh, Toyota won the, last the endurance, year. The endurance championship, from my understanding. Uh, mm-hmm. Cadillac was in the mix. Ferrari Keisha. and Cadillac. These, they, this was their first race with these cars. Um, and they brought it to Toyota. And it was, it was the whole time they were going back and forth. And then I went to bed. And then I woke up. And it's like Ferrari just got ahead by like a minute or so. Uh, yeah wild it was i woke up in the middle of the night and checked it was like 4 30 a.m here uh and i checked what was going on i like turned on le mans a uh, radio le mans and uh it was like right after i think ferrari had fucked up a pit stop and toyota got back in front and yeah. i was like oh god <laughs> Yeah, the car because their the car, car just stalled. wouldn't start. Yeah, like there were multiple pit stops where it was like maybe this car won't start, and they had to go through like a full reset process. Yeah. And the last Ferrari pit stop, it the same again. thing happened, but it was fast enough that yeah. they got it to work again. Yeah, they kept showing everyone in the in the garage, and they were just like holding their heads. People like couldn't look at the car. They were they were just yeah, like both, oh, we're gonna both lose. The drivers were just like this. I'm gonna look at my phone religiously so that I don't have to watch the end of this race. Um because well in twenty twenty one one of the Toyota hypercars that was going to win stalled on the last lap like yeah hundreds of yards before the finish. I line. saw that clip. That's, Jeez, that's devastating. Crazy. That sucks. Yeah, it was wild. Uh, Casey, do you want to go to Le Mans now? Have you been converted? I uh, I would check it out once. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Le Mans. Uh, the Steve McQueen It's movie. on my list. It's really good. It's mostly uh, like footage of like, I think the 70 Le Mans. Um, there's barely any dialogue. It's just like like they Steve McQueen put a, a narrative to race footage is what it seems like. Um but it's great because they're like they got cameras in the cars, like shooting film of these cars from nineteen seventy that are uh probably way more deadly than the cars they're driving this year. Um really fun to watch but like at the start of the movie it's just like almost documentary footage of uh people coming into the grounds uh setting up tents uh just like how everyone spends their day they keep cutting to like the fans like riding carnival rides or just like sleeping on the ground uh it seems kind of crazy to go witness and be a part of so yeah i'm open to it i can confirm it's crazy to go witness and be a part of it's a lot of fun yeah Uh, i feel like and i also want to drive in it (laughs) once i learned about gentleman drivers i was like hey maybe one day (laughs) (laughs) just gotta get rich first yeah yeah Yeah, no problem This podcast will do that. <laughs> At the very least, they let you on the track the day before, on the Friday before the race, and a lot of people like run it, or like there were pe- there were like families on scooters and oh, bikes, so you can like bike around. I've walked like a decent. Por- I walked from the finish line to the Porsche curves 
uh, which was fun, mostly because that was the only way that I could get back to my campsite because they close all of the roads when the race ends and I couldn't leave. Mm. Um, but a great time, fun to walk, hopped some fences, stole some car pieces. Uh, I just have like a weird piece of carbon fiber that I don't know what to do with. Um, it's a great time. And I, I have to imagine that because I did not watch the full race slash wasn't there, that is the reason that Michael Fassbender crashed this time. Yeah, I um, crashed. I was, yeah. I, oh, I don't know if he crashed or... He crashed. Did he take a van <laughs> so He was too driving fast? the car when that happened. He was driving. Yeah. They like oh, had him sucks. do the night stints, which I think is probably for mostly practice. But um, yeah. Did he take say, a van too fast? Oh my god. He the, his car No, it kind of <laughs> It he, was totally not his fault. Yeah, it was it like the It the, was he was collateral damage in another car losing control. I I don't know I if that, know that was I didn't know he was in the car. That, I I was like I sitting there waiting like when is Fastbender going to drive? They never mentioned this happened it. like early in the morning, like maybe 5 a.m. Eastern time. I think it was like Wait, wait, um, oh wait. I'm thinking I saw I saw a, a one of the Porsches crash and it was like another car was crashing. By the way, I'm your podcast principal, Casey Donahue. I'm joined <laughs> by Andrew Pyle up and I think today just Marika Brownlee. I'll be Marika Dunlop Bridge Brownlee in honor like of Lamont. Yeah. Um, uh, so I was, but I was watching, this was maybe like four in the afternoon no, on Saturday. Him. That was him? No. Cause I like looked at, I looked it up like later in the night. Cause I was like, I'm, I was searching for Twitter to see if there's clips of Fastbender driving or if they were talking about it. And there was nothing. I was like, has he even driven yet? So I looked up his team's car. And when I looked up his team's car, that's when I saw all these results of like, uh, I can't remember the name of his team right now. It's like Proton One or whatever. Proton Competition, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it was uh, it was the clip that I that I watched of this of this Porsche that was just like hit on the on the corner, uh, and through no fault of their own. It wasn't so, this one, was it? Oh my god. Uh no. <laughs> I'm showing a scale model of Mint uh, in the case. In the case. <laughs> uh no, this was no, this I think was, it was like a twenty a, a blue twenty two. Uh, oh. I don't know. Uh theirs was uh number nine one one. Um driven by Ricard Leitz, uh a man named Martin Rump, who I don't know. Wow. And Michael Fassbender. Uh and yeah, he just, I think he like lost the back tires and his car snapped and went into the wall. Mm. He lifted? Uh, he didn't lift, unfortunately. But he... Sounds like he tried to uh, give too much throttle out of a turn. It causing could be. him, uh, it's, uh, I believe that is oversteering. Okay, okay. Well, right, not enough that. throttle going through a turn. Well, if, if you're All living, I know if you're, is that if you're the commentators... Wheels, if your steering wheel is turned and you're giving too much throttle, your back wheels will kick out behind you, and that's when people will 
All I know is that the, the commentator said that that was a classic Le Mans-like crash, and it wasn't his fault. They were like, you know, <laughs> those happen. I was like, hey, at least, at least he didn't make a mistake. <laughs> because let me it tell like you, people were slipping and sliding all over. There was that yeah, it was crazy. There was track. rain for a bit. There was rain right at the campsite I stayed in. I was texting my friend like, thank God it did not rain when we were there because it was like torrential downpour. People slipping inside. Even when there wasn't rain, people were just like sliding all over the place. It was the like, there's so many like slow zones and yellow flags and safety Mm -hmm. cars. We maybe had like maybe two safety cars for 2022 or something, but it was like a lot of the race this year which was interesting yeah i liked uh seeing uh them doing what i always wonder when when i watch uh, an f1 race and there's a yellow flag or a virtual safety car or something and it's like okay there's debris how are they taking care of the the debris uh is it like the cars will go by and then a bunch of people will run out and like pick up a piece of carbon fiber run off the track i don't know they don't really show it but watching Laman, they they definitely show that that's exactly how they <laughs> pick up debris. it's like a yeah. car comes by a guy runs out grabs like a panel runs off the track someone else goes out grabs a mirror well it's also i mean the track is super long but they also make a point to like try like the safety car situation changed this year but it i feel like involves more bunching up of all the cars than f1 Mm -hmm. does or like it's like it forms a longer train obviously so there's more time between that they can run and pick Mm -hmm. things up uh, anyway, great time, great race. Yeah, I had what a blast. A push, push. Congrats to NASCAR for the winning their Le Mans. Um, Congrats NASCAR. Their their competition. Um, devastating loss for the Iron the Dames. Yeah, that 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 was that was tough. They were they were they were leading their class for yeah. a very long time. Uh, congrats to Corvette USA all the way. Uh, when I when I was watching the podiums, we, uh, I was uh, I was watching with my parents in Florida on Motor Trend TV, uh, and right at eleven a.m. while they were handing the trophies out to uh, the GT class, and you see that they're all on the podium. We've already seen Ferrari. We've already seen. I can't remember LMP twos. Yeah, I can't remember who won the LMP two. Uh, but then they get to the GTs, uh, you know, we hear the national anthem, uh, thought it was very funny that the Corvette drivers were taking selfies the entire time during the anthem. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and then right before they handed them the trophies, it, the broadcast ended and it just switched over to like the, the dirty garage show or whatever. And like... (laughs) Didn't even see them get the trophies. Aww. It was just like, today we're fixing up this truck that's never been fixed up before. And I was like, oh my God, we don't even get to see Corvette get the trophies. Aww. This is I think I fell very, asleep. 
on the couch during that because I woke up and it was just like a blank screen. Um, but I watched the entire 2022 ones from below the podium, had a great time. They handed out little Toyota Gazoo flags to everyone. We were waving them around because I found the, the correct gate to go into so that you could get there fast enough. Very I know nice. all the I know all the tips. So if okay. we go next year, yeah, yeah, good to know. You're uh, a man when it, it comes to Le Mans. Exactly. <laughs> that'll do it for this week's pit wall. Just kidding. <laughs> you probably thought this was just oh, just a Le Mans check in. No, we're talking about another Drive to Survive episode. I talk about Le Mans this entire episode. You know why? You guys want to know why I would do that? Because it was great. Because it was great and way better than this episode of Drive to Survive. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. That's a hot take. I love that. That is a episode. hot take. <laughs> I was going to say, this is like the only reason Drive to Survive should exist. Is yes. episodes like this. Yeah, Disagree. Disagree. <laughs> oh, my God. I this guess is what we should I want. get into it. Uh, let me open up my notes. Today, we're talking about Drive to Survive, season five. Episode 9, the penultimate episode of the season. It's entitled Over the Limit. It's about Red Bull. It's about the uh, the principals being, being little whiny babies. Uh, and that's about it. It's just like scene after scene that's of people beautiful. complaining. That's great. I will say I watched I, it on 1.5 speed uh, last night. Uh, yeah, I wow, basically skipped the race sections of this. an episode of TV that's less than an hour. Wow, I've watched <laughs> multiple of these on one point five speed. But sorry, think, sorry, Pyle, to interrupt. C- continue. Oh, uh, I was just saying. I think all of the promos, about fully half of the like uh, kind of stingers and promo like quotes they use came from this episode. I think for the season overall. Horner's on fire in this. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's slinging so insane funny. one-liners left and right. Yeah. Uh, an utter annihilation by another team. Which, he I said. tried to look this up. He said it was eight years of annihilation. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mercedes won eight or nine years in a row or whatever it was. Where was Red Bull, though? Was Red Bull, like, last I don't think so. I'm pretty sure they were pretty high up. I'm guessing. <laughs> I'm guessing there because I did try to find this information. It was actually pretty hard to find like full season standings for championship um, and not drivers. But yeah, I thought that was a little bit right into it. You're in. We got already have the like hyperbole. There's so much yeah. hyperbole in this episode. It's amazing. Yes. Marika, yeah, my, do, you, do you have the answer to how I'm, we're Red Bull? I'm looking up their constructors standings. Um, let's see. It looks like, I mean, 2020, 2021, they were second. <laughs> 2019 to 2017, they were third. 2016, they were second. 2015, they were fourth. Okay. And then 2014, they were second. So they didn't have yeah, like a not exactly an Alfa Romeo yeah. period, yeah. right? Yeah, and then they are first for f- another four years. The their worst position is seventh, uh, which they were three times from the the start in twenty in two thousand five, 
2006 and 2008. And then they jumped up to second uh, when I'd love to Vettel see, joined the team. I'd love to see some clips of that period of Christian Horner what if his, when his team was in seventh place. I bet, I bet, I bet there's, there's some good stuff there. It's also kind of funny to look at in conjunction with the drivers that are on the team because it's truly like... They suck, they suck, they suck, they suck. Sebastian Vettel, maybe he's going to help. Uh, they're second place. And then Vettel is got all of their uh, first place championships. Daniel Ricciardo joins. They go back to second. Oh. <laughs> then fourth, when, Seb- when Vettel leaves. Uh, when Max joins as I probably like a reserve driver or when he takes uh, Daniel Kivat's position, who was also in Le Mans. I think he crashed or his team crashed out this year back to second. And then, yeah. Hmm. So it's kind of just proves that Daniel Ricardo is bad at driving. Maybe not, but fun to watch. Yeah. He's a good guy. Anyway, we have to move on. We haven't even started talking about this episode. So let's start right now. Marina Bay, Singapore. It says on the screen really big. The Red Bull guys are in the garage. Everything's going great. It's Max Verstappen's birthday. Two of his friends give him a very tiny cake. They say they made it themselves. I don't know if that's true. If it is, that's very sweet. They also were like, sorry, he like com- apologized for f- not having the right color sprinkles or something on it, which mm, made me laugh. Interesting. Like, sorry, is, purple? Find the- <laughs> yeah. is purple his favorite color? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of purple, not to go backwards from this scene, I don't remember when Christian says eight years of annihilation. He also mentions that, right after that, but- that Max is, have- is in a purple patch of form. Hmm. I guess I've never heard that phrase in my life. Yeah. I don't know I was what taking notes when that was uttered because this is the first I'm hearing such a <laughs> I sentence. I had to rewind because I was like, I don't know what that means. Purple patch of form. I would assume. I'm it sure it means time your life. Purple is royal. Well, salad well, royal well, color. Okay. <laughs> Can I say what I was going to no. say? <laughs> no. Let's leave no, it a mystery. <laughs> the Please, purple, like, purple sectors are. Mm-hmm. Like oh, overall best, right. so maybe it's just like he's in his overall best of his. So you career. think it is? It's a phrase specifically having up. to do with racing. Yeah. Okay, My it's theory, an informal Britishism. Yeah, I think it's. I think a it's like a thing about royal luck. status. You yeah. Know? Like, oh, he's the king of the track. He's in his purple patch of form. He's yeah. to describe. An irrelevant and excessively ornate passage. That's what this thing says. Uh, it's very Horner. At? Like, where did Horner go to school? Did he go to freaking <sighs> like Eton? Eton and yeah, Oxford. Let's look. What now a dick. I got. Now I have to know. While Marika looks that up, I'll continue on with the episode. So, uh, so, so they give Max his little cake. Uh, we see Christian's talking head. He says he wants to win both titles and says that the team is doing really well. We finally, they finally given up 
on on the drive to survive narrative that like oh it's a close season like okay look there's just two episodes left yes red bull is very far out in front uh christian saying some bullshit that makes it seem like there's <laughs> drama about them winning the championship will they be able to do both at this point us the 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 the, the f1 fans watching the season no it's inevitable it's inevitable and we're just like watching this guy pander for the drive to survive audience. Um, I liked that this beginning also had just like the greatest hits of Max's radio responses um, when he's happy. Mm-hmm. Just like <laughs> his his all his classic Maxisms. Name one. <laughs> I, I feel like he does his like haha little laugh a lot there's that one um oh man there was one Ha-ha, specifically yes. yeah um that's classic max it is though <laughs> i feel like classic max is he'll do that and then he'll go say something like uh like like really great race out there lads and then and then a slight <laughs> dig lads. at the team like tires yeah. could have been better or something like that right. and then right back to but great job you know I not, think he does not say he ever a... being able to just fully be like we did great today yeah. yeah he does say that was a pleasant sunday drive i think at one point which is a good yeah. that's a good one but it's always it's always like that vibe that he gives off it's well, he's it's, so far out in front. He hasn't. He's so far out. There's front. nothing going on for him. He's so bored half of these races. Which, yes. which brings us uh, to the next thing that happens in this episode. Christian, Christian's talking about how he wants to win both the driver and constructors championship. Then he starts talking about Max and how good Max is doing. And Christian says Max is walking on water, and he does a little smile. Really wild thing to say. Uh, <laughs> I think to compare <laughs> Max Verstappen to Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, well, then we get a montage feel, of Max. That feels classic. Yeah, he's. Uh, we see how many races Max won. Uh, yeah, then that's we... when he's like, you know, amazing result, guys. Yeah. Mega result, Max. <laughs> <laughs> Mega race. Uh, then you're from in all a purple of this... patch awesome. of form out there, Max. <laughs> oh, he he does say. You know, he does say. He says unbelievable a lot, but. Sometimes it's negative and sometimes mm-hmm. it's positive. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he can't believe a lot of stuff that's going on out there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're watching Red Bull. They're doing great. Everyone's having a great time. Then we cut to Toto. And Toto is is very sad. Uh, and he's says, talking about how Red Bull yeah. has the best car and the best driver. And he That's is crazy that he says he has made of the bummed. best driver. He's bummed to say these words. <laughs> Uh, then, then we we see Otmar talking some shit. We see Zach talking some shit. Everyone's, yeah, everyone's like, "It's great." Everyone's like, "They're doing really well." They must have a little help. Like they they end each sentence, each compliment with like, "Red Bull, they're untouchable today." I wonder why that is. Like shit, like that. Uh, is this when Zach says that? Did. No, they definitely do. <laughs> Zach does say that everyone should be playing with the same sized bat. Which yeah, he also funny to me to like, that that's not how people cheat in baseball. <laughs> like having <laughs> <yeah>. bigger bats. 
it's a funny way to say cheating. Um. Yeah. So the so the other principles are are alluding to without outright saying that Red Bull is cheating. Uh. Then we cut to Will Buxton. He explains the cost cap that is new to Formula One. He explains what the cost cap is for a while. Um, I guess he has to explain it in detail if it's new and it's something that rich people don't understand that there's a cost to the amount of money you can spend. <laughs> uh, something that uh, people with billions of dollars uh, are never really told. So when in their in their fun their fun hoppy Formula One when they're like there's a limit to how much you can spend they're like what are you talking about how is this how is this taking you longer to explain because they talk about it for so long all the teams can't spend a lot of money minutes they're explaining what all the teams can only there's a limit to what every team can spend. And someone said money counts, but not as much as the old days. Mm-hmm. That might have been an Otmar Zach. What does that mean? That money matters, but not it doesn't matter as much as 2020 when there wasn't a cost cap. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, 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 I thought he meant like money buys you less performance nowadays than it used to or something. But never mind. Oh, okay. I, guess, I think your interpretation is correct. Maybe also, someone... Does. In this time, like of the episode, someone a- asks Zach Brown for a photo, and that made me laugh. Also, yeah. Zach Brown is walking around with a Bluetooth on in a separate time of this episode, <laughs> I mean, and yeah, talking into the air. Classic. And it's just like, oh, that's the him. exact vibe that you'd imagined he has. Yeah, who uses a Bluetooth headset anymore? <laughs> Christ, <laughs> um, I hate him. Yeah, they, they show Zach Brown taking a photo. They also show uh, Mattia sign an autograph, and I've never seen anyone look sadder signing an <laughs> autograph. It's like <laughs> devastated <laughs> that he's signing a young woman's uh, hat or whatever. Um, and then Christian. And then, then from there, we. Sorry, Marie, like, go ahead. I was going to say, and then Christian says just outright. We did not cheat, mm-hmm. which okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I had to look this up too because he says, you know, cheating it's only cheating if you did it willfully, right? Yeah, and I kind of like was like, is that true? And so I asked ChatGPT, <laughs> and it ChatGPT thinks that's true. Interesting, I think you know what, yeah, I think if you're ignorant of what you do. I wouldn't say that's cheating if you didn't know that you did something wrong or uh, whatever. Look, you know, we'll get into it in a minute about what the, what happened with the cost cap. Before then, I got to mention that Gunther, Zach Brown, uh, all, all these other guys are, are, are talking about, you know, we have to play by the rules. Rebel has an advantage. We're, we're going to audit the spending and we're going to find out exactly what happened uh zach brown says he wants the best team to win not the team with the most money um as soon as he said this i was like uh you think that's your team yeah exactly but i don't think that's true i don't think zach brown believes that i don't either but 
I do watch IndyCar now. <laughs> and McLaren is good. And Zach well, Brown is also, at those races to watch his driving team. That is good. Well, also, like, later in the episode, they're talking about uh, how, like, they have the money to spend. They had to, like, cut back on spending, so they hit the budget cap. So mm-hmm. I think he also thinks he could be one of the teams with the most money also. Yeah. Sort of vibe. And yet Aston Martin just leapfrogged them this year. Not doing great. Although they've, um, they've, they've been, it seems like the last couple of races, uh, forgotten. the boys in Papaya have been turning it around. <laughs> <laughs> I also, there's also the great interaction with uh, Toto and Bonotto where they're kind of like talking shit and Christian just comes up to them and they're like you guys like, talking about me yeah and they're like yeah yeah, yeah we are <laughs> and they were <laughs> and they were and he they, and they all they, smile and go ha, yeah. ha ha and then Christian walks away and all of their smiles go away yeah they're just like oh that guy <laughs> and then it cuts to a talking out of Christian Horner's where he says throwing shade and in my notes I just wrote you don't say that <laughs> I don't like it. This week's episode of The Pit Wall is sponsored by Factor. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. And as Formula One enthusiasts, we know a thing or two about speed. Two minutes, that's just how long it would take Logan Sargent to do a lap around Spa, right, Casey? <laughs> that's that's right. Uh, you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons. Uh, Marika, what are some of those add-ons? They've got some great cold-pressed juices, like an apple wheatgrass. There's cinnamon horchata protein shakes. There's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it sounds delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. And it's flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. I really like how the website makes it easy to meal plan since you can see menus for the upcoming weeks. So I know that later this month I can try dishes like green chili chicken or spicy white bean lentil ragu and portabellas without planning an extensive grocery list. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast... Vroom Vroom premium options with no cooking required. Head to factormeals.com slash vroom50 and use code vroom50 to get 50% off. That's code vroom50, V-R-O-O-M-5-0 at factormeals.com slash vroom50 to get 50% off. Thanks, Factor. Thanks, Factor. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Uh, 
Uh, I'm looking at my notes and I'm like, it's like the next five points are all just things like Christian talking about the cost cap, Toto talking about the cost cap, Toto and Mattia talking about the cost cap, Christian talking about the cost cap. This is all that happened in this episode. It was great. You guys liked um, this? Yeah, I loved it. The, there was just a lot of sniping. I think that that's yeah. entertaining to me. Talking shit. This was... Uh, the what race was this this was at singapore right yes um then <laughs> i feel this this next sequence of events in the episode incredible because it was like christian horner it, the way that it's framed it looks like christian horner leaves that situation with toto and Benotto. he goes into the garage and he goes up to max and they're bitching about everything and max is like they are so sore. Unbelievable. And then <laughs> Christian's like, let's make sure we fucking destroy them. Yeah, I really gross. like that. I hated it. I love that. It's like, that. you're so dumb. Uh, like, just like, you're a child. Uh, and then and then Christian Horner confronts Benotto on the grid right that before is, the this race. This is one of the best scenes in the entire series. Sorry. Yeah, it is. it's you crazy. Know what? You know what? I, I have it in, in my notes here. Uh, I don't know what happened for a bit. I kind of zoned out. I think I zoned out during this part. Tell me what happened. <laughs> well, first of all, it's not like a clean shot. Like they have yeah. uh, Horner mic'd up. And I don't know if they have Bonotto mic'd up or not really, but you can hear him. And um, it's from inside the garage shooting outward. And they're like right before the race. And um, Horner walks up to Bonotto and is like, I don't appreciate what you did basically yeah. and uh and, and Benoda's like, like i didn't even what mention, I, I didn't your, mention team. your team i didn't mention your team which they I, didn't like nobody yeah. and he's nobody like well then who are you them. talking about and he's like and Benoda just goes maybe you feel guilty i don't know and then just like walks away <laughs> great <laughs> also like to confront him on the grid is just a baffling decision like there's press around there's so much happening like why did you choose that moment is it intimidation uh and then it cuts to the talking head of will buxton um saying the most will buxton thing i could possibly imagine which was the knives might not be out yet <laughs> in, but in certain garages i think they're being sharpened Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I think some, some later in the episode, I think Christian says something about the higher you rise, the sharper the knives or something, yeah. which yes. is really he good. Super does, yeah. I don't um, remember when he says it, but Christian has the quote, which is like the perfect drive to survive quote, which is just like, you know, the the best way to get hated in this sport is to win. Yeah. Which is just <laughs> exactly what the show is entirely premised on. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but then they fucking lose that race, and it's so funny. They lose to Ferrari, mm-hmm. and it's incredible. Just like the entire sequence of events from him, like marching up to this like awkward man and being like "fuck you," <laughs> and then yeah. immediately their car failing. It's beautiful. Yeah, and Max I forgot is... how delightful it is to watch Max struggle in his car. It's just like it makes it a lot more entertaining. Yeah, he gets he gets real uh, whiny. He's a he's 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 got that baby in him. Some people yeah. have that dog in him, but <laughs> he's got, he's got, got that baby, baby in him. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, so so Max loses, and we see like a bit of him like post race interview. He like barely talks about it. He hates talking yeah, about he's losing, he was probably because like his dad's gonna yell at him. He was like, "This week has just been or the the." Uh, interviewer asks, he's like, you look tired. <laughs> and he's like, it's been a, a rough weekend or whatever. He's like, I'm not tired. I'm, to I'm over to it. Somebody. Yeah, he's like, I'm over this weekend. <laughs> it's funny, they always have this Sky Sports interviewer who's, uh, she sounds like she's Austrian or something. It's just funny that they always seem to use her. I don't know why that is. I wonder if that is, oh, uh, maybe not. Fernando Alonso was dating uh, an interviewer for the grid. Mm-hmm but they broke up um it also featured lando's uh because he got like fourth or something his like woo woo which uh <laughs> i forgot about it made me laugh also andreas seidel lifted daniel ricardo in the air because <laughs> he actually did well yeah i was like the only race <laughs> daniel did well. <laughs> yeah mclaren uh uh finished p4 p5 in that race uh lando got so fourth. zach high on his horse yeah, going into the next week thrilled uh, then it says Suzuka on the screen, fills the screen. We're Another Suzuka episode. I mean, we've seen this race three times. And they this, didn't this mention race in Silverstone, we've anything seen the most. bad happening. Yeah, they don't mention anything bad happening, of course. Yeah, they, they bring, they're back at Suzuka this time. Uh, I believe it, because this is where they find out. Christian finds out, I have in quotes, that they breached the cost cap by $400,000 on catering, and he's mad about how dumb this is. Uh, and it's the race where they win the driver's championship. Yeah, and Christian so, is... And he's worried yeah. about one thing eclipsing the other thing. Yeah. Okay, so I he's, have to watch this again, um, because I do remember watching this race, and I think we remember this race mo- ma- mainly for Peter Gasly, but also remember that this is the race that he is named driver's championship, but it takes like 15 minutes before anyone realized that happened. Yes. <laughs> and it's only during the interview after yeah. the race that the commentator hears it over his headphones, I believe, and tells Zach in real time. Oh, not Zach. Sorry. It tells Max in real time. Oh, I think you've actually won. And then Max has this very kind of muted and like sad victory response. But the way it's edited is so funny because they make it look like they knew he had won the championship when he finished the race. And they edit um, Christian to make it sound that way, too. But it's because Christian, they edit Christian being like they have him cross the finish line. And then Christian's like, and then all of a sudden Max is the champion. And it's like clearly Christian was like, we hadn't realized that. And then like afterwards, all of a sudden we really, but they like remove that entire 15 minute span and just yeah. collapsed it into being like Max won. And it's like, that's not at all how it felt. Everyone and, was pissed off yeah. after that race. Everyone yeah. was angry. And then Max winning was like not even below the cost cap. It was below the other two things that happened during that race that pissed people off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, on top of the like shortening of that period, they also added in like behind the scenes Christian being like, Did anyone even congratulate us? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just so fucking stupid. It's so good. Like, I love who that. Who cares? <laughs> Why do you think they're going to? But he, it was like that, and then it was so like much. Fernando Alonso taking a selfie with Max. Yeah, it's like it so uh, funny. people did congratulate Max. No yeah. one congratulated you, Christian, because you didn't win yet. Yeah. You win next week. 
<laughs> also, there was a lot. There were a lot of shots of uh, Max sipping water from his water bottle, and I just I have my question is how have they not gotten better water bottles? Why do they have these weird little Red Bull spinny top like spinny straw things? Feel like you know, get a yeah, hydro why, why flask and straw have like to a be three bowl. feet long. I don't get it because it's not I, going in their car. Well, I think they have something like that in their car to 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 drink out of, and uh, like babies to a bottle, they need <laughs> they uh, need the same they, creature comforts. Yeah, exactly. That makes uh, sense. I I oh. imagine all of uh, Max's when Max is at home drinking. Water from a he glass. Drinks. He has to have a, a long plastic tube straw to drink from. Yeah. Like a gerbil. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, just like the shots of this race paired, like uh, from other cars paired with Max's, were so frustrating. Because it's like, of course he did well. He doesn't have any water in yeah, his face. He's the only one who could see. <laughs> Again, this is this is Japan. It was very wet. Uh, uh, the on cam. The on-car cameras of uh, everybody was just like a wall of water. They can't see. They cut to max. Perfect visibility. <laughs> Perfect, There's nobody yeah. in front of him. <laughs> he wins He's the race like, by 25 fine. seconds. Yeah. It's like a f- no shit. Um, and then Zach Brown writes his public letter, <laughs> which I forgot oh about. God. So funny. <laughs> You right, yeah. Zach Brown you writes a, a, in this episode. It's so good. <laughs> Zach Brown writes a public letter about you know we have to follow the rules. If there was a breach in the cost cap, blah blah blah. Someone give these guys a fine. And it's so punched up, like Super social media style, where it's yes. like across the top, it has like a hashtag cost cap scandal or something stupid, and and then it's, <laughs> it's like, like individual words are bolded fonts. and green. Yeah, it's like come on. <laughs> It's uh, had to run it through the social media department to make the statement that made in camp. You want want more of a punishment? It's uh, it's camp. It's pro wrestling. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful show business. It makes a mockery of this sport and, that I love and so then, much. My favorite. I think my favorite part of this episode because I think at this point is it just like cutting to all the teams being like mad at them. Essentially, I mean, most of this episode is like the team principals just taking turns making digs, but then it goes well, back to Christian. Before it goes back to Christian, when they're when they're talking about everyone making digs, and Zach writes the letter, and Zach explains why he writes the letter, and he says, you know, oh, it's four hundred thousand on 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 catering, but uh, extra pickles on a sandwich is a performance. <laughs> benefit <laughs> he's right when he explained it i was like no i get it because he's like you know we it like that money spent means four thousand more dollars spent on something else that is a performance benefit or whatever mm-hmm. um but then yeah. it cuts to christian with just the i i think the most like I I don't think it's catty, but it's something like like most underhanded response ever, where he's just like, "Our team cares a lot about mental health." Oh man, that and was to awful. Do this, that was such oh bullshit God, to do that yeah. at the press conference. Oh. I was like, sitting next no, to Zach. That was so funny. Not. 
Yeah, that was fucking Don't make crazy. it about that. Yeah. That was insane. It's like, it's not actually wearing down anyone on the team that you are talking about. Like, it's not affecting the engineers or whatever. Like, yeah. I will say there was like one scene later on where they show a video of people yelling cheater at Max and Checo on stage, which is funny. Yeah. Um, And like, yeah, sure, that's bad. But (laughs) but it was also like someone showed it to him like as a clip on a phone, uh, which now makes me think uh, that they're constantly looking at TikTok. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, well, also and like it's people yelling at the drivers and then all the drivers have the most sane normal like human responses to this where they're just like it's not my job yeah (laughs) and they're right to say that they like don't really care that much or they're presenting that they don't care that much and it's like you're fine they're fine like they deal with worse shit than this it's not out of anyone in the entire episode Checo had by far the best response which was not just this isn't my responsibility which is basically what Max said over and over again Yeah, but he's like look I believe what the team tells me and I think when all the facts come out and everyone looks back at this they'll agree nobody else in the entire episode said anything like that like not even uh, Christian who was like no they're wrong that's not true and it's like well actually it is true that you broke the cost cap and you said it wasn't. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the fact that he was so forceful and kind of rejecting these, like, basically, like, traps set by all the other <laughs> team principals, uh, you know, it's like if he had just shut up and it was like this tiny, like, half of a percent or whatever that they broke the cap- cost cap by, it, like very much would have blown over which it has by the way no yeah. one cares at all and it didn't matter um well, well we, don't, a whole we don't know Russia Gate matter scandal yet. all over again let's be honest um <laughs> yeah we, it's um, like he just he he really did kind of like took the bait and like made it this big a big thing and like half of it was christian's like you know very very forceful responses to like all of the team principles like in public that made it a bigger deal than it was if he had just shut up and said like no comment and waited until the actual accounting came out and people were like oh 400k I don't know if that matters that much mm-hmm. no one would care because everyone shut up after this yeah like no one's talking about this anymore well part part of part of the uh 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 punishment I guess uh consequences is uh they they got they will have ten percent less wind tunnel time. Right. Which, uh, you know, so far this season, that's that's been coming up. I, I've noticed in conversation uh, with the drivers, with the principals uh, at the different races. Red Bull is very far out in front, but like Christian keep mentions mentioning that like, well, we are going to have less one tunnel time this year, uh, and and we think that the other teams we have a huge lead right now, but. I think the wind tunnel time is going to affect us and it will give the other teams time to kind of catch up. I, I, I still, it still seems like no team is going to catch Red Bull this season, but they might be finishing closer behind Max, uh, maybe within 10 seconds as opposed to 45 seconds. <laughs> right. Which, good, great. 
<laughs> I mean, they already build in the wind tunnel time to be like the reverse of the scoring so that the worse off teams have more time, right? Yeah. So it's just like, oh, there's, do they there's do that? Get, you have a yeah, little less. Yeah, it's basically less. like a yeah. draft pick. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Type system. So they so it's in kind of NFL like with the cost the cap and the draft picks and stuff like that. That's kind of like very much borrowed from that idea of let's add in fairness. Okay, I like. Um, I mean, I do like that part. Although I will yeah. say, have I remember when this was going on and people actually talked about like what expenses went into the cost cap, and it is complete bullshit. Like the driver salaries don't count. Yeah, for example, which is like okay. Mm. <laughs> maybe they should <laughs> yeah it is really funny that it was for catering uh that's the other thing is so these companies don't these racing teams don't do this counting themselves they hire outside accountants like they hired like the big three firms to do it and they all use the same people and so it is kind of bullshit that one of these accounting firms that almost definitely did some of the accounting for another team fucked up in red and red red Pulse case yeah and it Toto does has his little seem like, it's like they just didn't check a box or something like well, we all did it and they just didn't do it <laughs> i think christians being like we just kind of checked the box wrong is kind of a bullshit answer i think that it's probably no. more like they they just had to make a judgment call and like they decided differently than the fia would have decided in the same case i think that's what it is by the way i think toto also says that nine other teams complied and red didn't that's not true two other teams got got dinged for this and i think even one of them was also fined i think like i think williams or somebody went over and it was like also unintentional air quotes and they got some kind of punishment somebody else i think did go over when they reported it but then went back i don't know there was basically like at least two other teams were very very close to the line yeah if not over um, I don't know. I remember what was going on. People are talking about, oh man, there's rumors that Red Bull went five percent over the budget cap. That means they're mm-hmm. like disqualified next season or whatever it is. And it's like they were so fucking far away from actually like willfully and like meaningfully busting this. It's like comical looking back at it, watching this episode. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, the 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 vibe I got from all the other principals watching this episode is like, oh my god, you guys all sound. Like whiny, well, little so sour grapes. Sour yeah. Grapes. yeah, but I did appreciate that the head of the FIA or the head of F1, not the head of the FIA, oh, yeah. was the like president of, of Formula One. That's their job. Their job is to do this and to find any way to win. Yeah. And it's fine. And I was like, yeah, he's right. <laughs> yeah. And then I mean, the- Zach was also right that Christian would have written that letter if those yeah. rules were reserved, reversed. Like, that's totally true. Yes, absolutely. Hundred um, percent. Yeah, the uh, it's it's so funny. Also, that they show how uh, this how the punishment is doled out. Uh, they, they you watch Christian go into uh, the office um, with Mohammed Ben Salayam, uh, the president of Formula One, to negotiate. He's the FIA, I think. Right? Oh, that's or is right. It F- FIA president. Um, to to negotiate the uh punishment that's so that's so funny to me that they're like okay let's talk this through yeah and he walks out i have to punish you what can so we how sad. can i do it where we're both happy <laughs> <laughs> 
He walks out looking so sad, and then he goes to talk to the team. Uh, and I don't, I didn't write down the full quote, but he's like, they're just making an example of us, the naughty boys. Yeah, <laughs> and... before he says the, the naughty boys, <laughs> he comes out and he says like, uh, Christian, Christian says that the FIA president says, uh, in regards to the other yeah. uh, owners and principals, <laughs> they all want your blood. They want to yeah. fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> it's really like one of the most incredible things I've ever seen. Like this, the fact that all of this works this way is insane. It's a little made up court system. It's a little yeah, made up it's, democracy. It's all like little made up stuff. It's so yeah. funny. And it's like these that's guys entire lives Ugazi. and so much money. That's why I enjoy it. Like with the 2021 season when they just kept having to go basically to court and argue with each other. Right. It's great. <laughs> I wrote down here. Uh, a, a little thought, not a note on the episode, but I just wrote down maybe F1 shouldn't have a cost cap. Um, I see a lot Discuss. of people <laughs> talking about uh, how they would like to see Formula One change. I've seen drivers talk about like Esteban Ocon say, I would like everyone to be in the same driver, essentially describing IndyCar. Uh, have the same and, car? What's that? Like have the same car? Yeah, kind of have the same makeup. But in, in IndyCar, uh, everyone kind of has the same equipment. You have a choice of a right. Honda engine or a Chevy engine, and you could do a little bit of body work, but everyone kind of has the same floor. Uh, IndyCar is, uh, from, 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 from the races I've watched so far this season, it's very competitive, wheel-to-wheel driving. It's kind of designed to be that way. Formula One... Uh, I, I'm realizing by watching more auto sports, uh, is so engineer forward. It's so much about, um, revolutionizing the design of the car that maybe formula one's lane is to be the super uber rich. We put, uh, if you want to compete in formula one, you got to have billions of dollars, uh, which is absurd and disgusting but it fits the vibe of formula one where they want to charge me five thousand dollars to go see one race uh just lean into it just fucking make everything super expensive don't put a cost cap on it yeah i guess that's fair i was gonna say i feel like it does lead into it a lot still (laughs) yeah yeah, that's why i'm like lose the cost cap just what is the cost cap like $350 million or something. Which, oh, you know, and, and that's a year. Yeah. I don't know what, like, okay, like, what would be like, how much money did the Yankees year? spend a year? Oh, only $140 million. I'm sorry. I doubled it. As if, like, that's insane. How much How much do you think the Yankees spend a year? On? I don't know what baseballs are up to. I mean, I think it's like, it's like, I don't know, eighty million on salary or something insane, probably. Just on salary. I'm talking out of my ass. Hold on, I can pull this. <laughs> up. I feel like it's got to be more. I feel like some some players are getting like eighty million a year. So, I don't know. 
It, the, the cost cap seems small is what, what, what I'm trying to get at. I feel like other sports. Right, but they're not including driver salaries in it, so. Well, a good point. Um, which, honestly, fine. Pay the pay, Yeah, pay the payroll bills. is $260 million in 2022. Look, if one team pays a driver $50 million to drive their car, that is the going rate for being a race car driver now. That's that's just what it is. That's called competitive uh compensation. Yeah, well, I mean, F1's like oh, it's really about branding. It's a giant branding exercise. And it's like, yeah. you know, half the reason they choose who these drivers are is cuz they're also like good-looking guys. Yeah. That will look good wearing like you know, a tag watch and like a whatever Pirelli had and all this stuff. So it's yes. like it, it's it's not a real sport in so many ways. Yeah. Um, and the kind of I mean, what I like the technological part of it. I like that all the cars are a little different. I like that everyone's kind of looking for the edge. And I like yeah. that the rules aren't written and then you get a car. It's like the rules are written to be broken, to be like, well, where are the loopholes? Where are like what are the things, the crazy shit that we can do and get away with? And it makes seasons really boring. I mean, if you look at like going back in time, it's like I know that there have been seasons where it's like one technological innovation was found by one team and they completely blow away the rest of the field. And then the next year it's either made illegal or everyone else is doing it. And I think that that's like kind of an interesting thing about it. And I like I that. Agree. About it. I agree. But I, I do think it's fun that they try to find the like showmanship aspect of it. They're like, we have to make this. They They have this like ability to make it so one team has like a huge advantage over the others but they're still just like well we need a performance what can we do <laughs> to make it a, a spectacle or whatever and i think that's funny yeah because i don't know how you would juggle both at all you we all agree here at the pit wall no cost cap sure okay uh, <laughs> any expenditure related to the car but not the engines i mean it's like it's almost a joke yeah it's a joke it's all fun and games it's entertainment it's a tv show and speaking of jokes the reveal uh going into the austin race of um dietrich Mateschitz dying mm-hmm. uh was so funny in this episode it's so shoehorned in yeah just to give like red bull an ounce of sympathy Mm -hmm. and and they and they keep saying during this race we're doing this for dietrich and it's like no you're not yeah no you're not (laughs) not a good guy though right I don't know. I don't know what like actually a bad, like an actively bad. I dude. remember when this happened, and we did an episode about it, and none of us could remember what his name was. Yeah, everyone was wearing jeans. I remember Dunk-a-dee. that. Too. Everyone was wearing jeans. Yeah, because he wore jeans. He's basically a bil- you know, stole he was the idea a billionaire of Red Bull. Businessman became a billionaire. Uh, bought like an island. I know that much. Oh um, yeah, he's he, while well, traveling right in Thailand. Winger. He discovered a drink which he adapted into Red Bull, so he stole. Right. Uh, drink. And from. he ran, you know, I think he owned news organizations in Austria that were like pretty right wing, like Trump. Right winger in Austria. Ever a good wow. luck. <laughs> um, now I'm glad. So yeah, I don't know. I I'm not the greatest guy. Remember his name. Yeah. Yeah. 
So it's kind of, I mean, it's very F1 that this guy is like big into F1. Yeah, of course. Of course. Um, he owned RIPA, a guess, TV channel that was criticized for downplaying the seriousness of COVID-19. Yep, and yep, it was yep, considered yep, yep. to have a right wing position. Dope. So yeah, cool Christian says we're racing for Dietrich, whatever. Um, but he wears jeans, so you know he's he wears jeans. Kind we're, of in Austin, Austin, we're in Austin, Texas. We're in Austin. They're talking about oh, we're going to win for Dietrich. Jake is there. Jake is there. We don't see him in this episode. Oh, that's right. No, he was there. Um, but the race starts. Max takes the lead and wins. Uh, Signs is retired. <laughs> Hamilton is chasing Max. They really try and make it seem like it was close. It's it's uh-huh. close. And they're they're talking about like Christian is like, oh man, if they if they beat us today of all days, like Jerry is screaming. Up. Brad Pitt is in the Mercedes garage and like Brad Pitt, what are you doing to help Carlos Signs? when get back out there you know like you're not doing anything to help us christian is is christian says another insane thing uh christian says if there is a god now is the time to show yourself are you kidding me (laughs) what a what a guy um and then max starts complaining about something right oh he has the slow pit stop at this race he has a slow where pit everyone's stop. freaking the fuck out and he's you know he says unbelievable unbelievable Classic. um he battles still, for, with lewis for a little yeah. bit but and pulls ahead and wins he uh, gave it up ev- lewis you know he gave it everything guys um max he always does he always does max has another I'll say classic Max reaction over the radio. That's like half a compliment, half an insult. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, th- th- 20 minutes ago, he was like, this is unbelievable because you fucked up this pit stop. And then <laughs> they announced they've won the Constructor Championship. And he's like, you guys really deserve it. Unbelievable. <laughs> it's like you were just <laughs> yelling at them. <laughs> and now you're uh. like, we're all in this together. Uh, oh, helmet marker is wearing the ugliest vest I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everyone. Yeah, Max He's wins also the race. crying the entire episode, yeah. the entire race. Max wins the race. Funny. Everyone puts on cowboy hats. It's so funny. Oh my god! It's it, it it's 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 so funny to watch them all put on cowboy hats because it like makes me think about like like if they if they were to win the constructors championship in Mexico are they all going to put on sombreros <laughs> probably <laughs> probably yeah yeah on, like that, genuinely you know the I'm... beauty of f1 again yeah. <laughs> so everyone's walking around in cowboy hats they won the championship they dedicate the win to Dietrich they end on a on a picture of of Dietrich at uh, at the track and the year that he was born and the year that he died. You know how it goes. That's it. That's the end of the episode. Coming yeah. up next, the season finale of Drive to Survive. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's that episode. And here at the pit wall, when we, uh, when we watch something, we rate it. If we like it, it's a push-push. If we don't like it, it's a box-box. I said at the start of the episode, I'll say it again, I did not like this one. 
it's a push push for me baby yeah box box push, push, for me push push 100 maybe my favorite episode of the season crazy this is crazy <laughs> Even even with that really great episode with uh, with Mick Schumacher that I was waxing about, <laughs> I don't even remember. You guys it. like this one better? Yeah, for sure. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Even the There's great not enough story UK in this one episode. I like that episode. I you yeah, know I think I'm kind of in the place I love to hate this show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm I think I'm also there at this point. <laughs> and you know what? Also, give a push push. 24 hours of Le Mans. Yeah, Great 24 race. hours of Le Mans. Got to push, push. That was good stuff. Love to see all my nice friends with names that I'm like, oh yeah, I know you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of a lot of good names in the sport. Jensen Button was there. He yeah, did a he good drove job. The NASCAR he drove the NASCAR. Bit. Button was there driving the little NASCAR that was really loud. Um, who one? Anthony Davidson was also there. I don't remember if he was driving. He was definitely doing commentary. LeBron James was there. LeBron James was there. He uh, he he told the the gentlemen to start their engines in French. Yeah, what cool. an icon! What a guy. Um, race is great. No notes. Yeah. Um. That's gonna do it for this episode, folks. We we got no quick cue today. But if you'd like to send us one, you could send us one on Instagram. Slide into our DMs at PitwellPod. Uh follow us. Marika posts fun racing memes. And that's where you could send us some questions. Uh rate us. Five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. It helps the show. Look, we got a review here. Five stars from Jake C., the ranch daddy. It's a good Perfect name. for casuals. The combination of some of my favorite headgum people and casual F1 analysis. It's exactly right. Ooh. Some of his favorite headgum people. <laughs> but if he knew what you've built, Pyle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe he's maybe you're his favorite we don't know he could hate me please specify jake c <laughs> <laughs> um yeah follow us on tiktok also uh at pitwall pod oh, we post there sometimes uh maybe we'll post more stuff yeah maybe, maybe i, did, I was got, going I've to make all a sorts meme. of pitwall ideas let's hear them well not i'm not gonna go into them right now we gotta end this all episode right. yeah we gotta go uh so we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up here we'll be back next week talking about the montreal grand prix canada eh? Woo! still really expensive tickets yeah i'm not going vroom vroom <laughs> to all and to all a beep beep we'll see you next week bye bye that was a hit gum original